Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Matt. Uh, and <laughs> this is Uniquely Unqualified, uh, the podcast where the two of us talk about things both near and far from our hearts, uh, the podcast that has become constant riff-offs, uh, and chit-chat. We don't have things to review anymore because the simulation just is no longer providing adequate stimulus to us. This is fair, yeah. yeah. I do, speaking of adequate stimulus, I just, as we pop off here, I want to get a little a little ASMR. Uh, oh, nice. Little, just a little, okay. Everybody, uh, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Sit back, relax. We got a little, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, there it is. Like the professionals that we are. Beautiful. It I don't know a, if you enjoyed the the late show with James Corden or not, but there is a running gag on that show of uh, 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 Reggie Watts always opens his like uh, sparkling water can yeah. bev- as the show is recording instead of beforehand. <laughs> and so it was funny. There was, it was just this like, oh, time for Reggie to open his can. And then like... They make a big deal out of it. So I love nice. Reggie Watts, man. He he did comedy Bang Bang before he did that, and it was he uh, he's a lot of fun. He's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen he did a great like uh, collab with uh, Mark Ribier. Yeah, they they were a lot of fun together. So, oh, Joza, talk to me. You, Where to uh, begin, baby? We, yeah, we I, we logged on and there was energy, and Matt was like, "I have a I've got big it. gripe energy, guys." Yeah, let's talk. <clears throat> I just got off like a long conference call, um, and so the whole point of being on this call was um, to bring people together who had worked on a program at my old job, okay, to collaborate on the future of said program, okay. And so I went in, as I do, uh, like, I was like, let's, let's burn this bitch to the ground. Like, this, <laughs> and the conversation went the opposite way of, like, it's now, in my opinion, like, so after two days and, like, four hours of time in these calls, like, it, ha- it is more of a Frankenstein's monster than it ever was before. And part, I, I mean, so many thoughts are running through my head of like, you can't do creativity by committee. Like, it really yep. needs to be one to three people. Maybe that's even too many of like, yeah. oh, this is the idea. And even if the more people you get, the better chemistry and synergy those people need to have. Because the more hands you have in this, like, the worse it's going to be. A, a a constant oversight in in the professional world. Yeah. Yes. Too the too many cooks idea. Yeah. Way too many cooks. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you remember or were like, uh, involved with. Uh, did you ever watch like the South Park season where they talked about member berries? No. Where it was like I remember the whole premise of that like B plot is how like um, nostalgia overwhelms your sense of taste. Yeah. Um, and so all of these people on this call, like, the last time they actively did it, the soonest one was me, and then the next soonest was two years ago. And then from then, it was, like, six to ten years ago that oh, they worked wow. on this program. Okay. Yeah. And so in their mind, they're like, oh, I had a lot of fun doing this. I had a lot of fun doing that. And I go, like, you are – it's just fine. It's not wrong that they feel that way or they have those memories. But I'm like, yeah. 
you're trying to i think that this thing needs to be new not uh like a direct quote was someone said that we're basically need to make the remastered version of this movie uh yeah and part of me is like man we're like we're tired of seeing this movie that's that's where all this this is weird that they brought people in who you know what i mean like why not bring somebody with new ideas in yeah right or dude i mean i am just so floored there and there's a bunch of other like nitty-gritty stuff right yeah um it felt very much like what i imagine may or may not happen in these uh like corporate decisions around like about creative decisions as far as like um uh, listening to just the negative feedback of a small group of people and yeah. making big decisions, not based on like what we really believe and what we want to say, but how do we placate these people and yeah. make them make them not angry at us? To uh, to like piggyback on that and just tell you that, that is yeah. how it happens. Yeah, they're uh, a very clear example of that. Just being somebody who works in in a creative department in a you know like a corporate industry yeah i i recall uh, a situation very much like that where everybody was in agreement on uh it was a photo uh that we were using in you know as like a big advertising piece and everybody was in agreement except for one person who happened to be like high tier mid mid-level management and yeah we had to change everything because that one killed person, it the one person just wouldn't let it go like wouldn't go okay you know what everybody else is fine with it they're like nah it just really bothers me and we had like yeah yep killed it had to restart it yeah so just just to piggyback on what you're saying like yeah 100 percent, that's what happens and this is where i feel like why am i such a bitch like you know what? it really is the people who don't get along that get what they want yeah and so why like i just don't have the uh whatever con i'm conflict averse to the point where like instead of spending two hours being like nope i don't like it i don't like it like being verbally obstinate to the things we were saying i just was like well you know what uh this isn't going the way i want it to so i'm just gonna sit back and I'm just check it out yeah well I'm i mean here's do the thing here's the truth of it is that you just don't care that much about it which is fine <laughs> right i mean maybe i'm wrong but i feel like if you were very passionate about it you might have fought for it more this is not maybe this this is coming off as an insult. I hope I hope it's No, not, it doesn't come across as an insult. I I don't know. I I, I wonder the same thing, right? Cuz I was because like, I, yeah, maybe. Cuz I have certainly been in uh, and not to take it back to me, but just to relate, like I've certainly been in in situations like that where I've gone, "Eh, whatever. This is not worth like my yeah. time to argue." Fuck, and I've been man. in situations where I go, "No, I'm going to fucking stick to my guns on this." Uh to at least to the point where I know I've been heard even if mm. even if it doesn't turn out my way at least to know i i did what i can you know and i think that i think it all, i think all that boils down for everybody just to passion you know and yeah. I mean, fuck dude like you're not working there anymore right i mean right why that's part yeah why would you care you know why care <sighs> yeah dude it was just frustrating because i yeah, uh, it, it reminded yeah. me of there's i think it's radio lab or it might be this american life but they talk about how um when Apple launched the iPhone, BlackBerry was like the name brand yeah. cell phone, right? Or basically like prototype smartphone. And BlackBerry, just in the matter of years, went from like 
they were the thing yeah. to obsolete. Yep. And there's a there's a clip that they like the the tellers of this story go like this is the moment where like black BlackBerry fell apart, and it's their CEO is at a basically like a convention of employees and holds up a, an iPhone and says I don't understand how this works, and then holds up a BlackBerry and says I get how this works, and that's why we're gonna and it's all based on. You know, they're basically they were like people will only ever use phones for business, yeah. and that's the mindset around. And Apple is like, actually, we're, people are going to use phones for entertainment. And that's why we're going to make the whole thing a screen, yeah. so they can engage that way. And I'm like, I'm sitting in this meeting, and I'm like, we're thinking like BlackBerry. We're like, certainly, yeah. I, I only get well, how this works, and that's why we're doing it this way instead of like, oh, it could be something completely different. And that is, I, I, I will say that is extremely frustrating. And it's also, I mean, I guess that's just the way the organization works, but I, yeah. I never understand that about organizations or corporations when they go, Hey, you know, something here is not working. It's struggling one way or another, or whatever. Let's bring in people who worked on it X, you know, time ago. Yeah. Because I, I guess in their minds they go, well, it was successful then. So let's make it, right. but it's not, it, even their plane wouldn't have been successful now. I mean, maybe this is not the specific case with what's going on here, but right. it, it's an odd it's an odd idea to bring bring back a group of old school people who, yeah, I mean, bring it if if you really want to refresh things, bring in somebody new school, you know. And I also go like it not and again, this isn't maybe the situation with what you're talking about, but there's so many times where they go, well, it, it just has, there has to be a way to make it work when maybe in reality, it's just, this thing is dying. Like, uh, dude, that's the attitude I came into this with. I was yeah. like, this thing is dead. Yeah. It's everything has been played at like the, the latter, like 45 minutes of this one was like, well, let's just rattle off our favorite things that need to come back. And I was like, none of it. I like, yeah. I, when they asked, they were like, um, um, uh, sorry, I just got a text from one of the people who were in the meeting. Uh, <laughs> like, we hear you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I don't think anyone cared or noticed that I didn't say anything, but I was like, yeah. I, if I had been asked, I would have been like, I don't think any of this needs to come back. It all needs to go. Yeah. Because... All of the things you don't like or are frustrated with now, you're just repeating all of the same steps and expecting something different to come out of it. And it's just yep. not going to be the case. Yeah. Like, uh, you're trying to say you're going in a new direction, but then you're bringing all the old shit with you. And that's how this this particular product got to be so bloated and unruly as it is. Yep. Personally, you know, yep. like... Yeah, 100%. So, it's so wild, like, how... Well, and that is also that is also very much a product of too many cooks uh, mentality. Yeah, of like, yeah. How do we all get on the same page? Well, the only way we can all get on the same page is by agree. You know what I mean? Like agreeing on past things that we already know. Because it's very hard to get. I mean, how many people is it in this group? Oh, on this call. So the task force is split into two, and there were let's see, five to seven of us on this call. And there will be yeah. just as many on the other. So there's so it's, roughly 14 to 18 people. It is very difficult to get that many people on the same page about a new idea. So that's why they just oh, go, yeah. all right, well, let's just go back. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I just am like every ugh. What I mean again, I I shouldn't get angry. I shouldn't care as much as I do because I'm not willing to go to the paint for it. And I'm like I'm trying to escape this 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 sphere, right? Like that's, as I was. <laughs> that's my big takeaway. Go ahead. Sorry, not to interrupt. But. Yo, yeah. I mean, as I was sitting there, like basically like daydreaming because I was annoyed and disengaged. I was just like. I'm trying to escape this. I need, this is like, I want to be out of here because I'm tired of having these, I'm tired of having these conversations that I don't get anywhere. I'd rather do something I don't give a fuck about for more money that I don't, I don't have to feel emotionally invested in, in the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Because like caring about, caring about something and losing all the time is just not worth it. And I'm also not getting rewarded for it. So right. what, like, this is a purely masochistic exercise. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I It's <laughs> it's interesting to me that you did it at all. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so I always have the problem of uh, saying yes. Yeah. I'm a, not even, a, well, uh, I'm a yes man as far as, like, an enabler, but I'm also a yes man as, like, um, I... I'll just, you know, if you if people ask me to, like, help or chime in, I'm always like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that's something you got to start saying no to. <laughs> because, I mean, are they paying you? They're not, are they paying you for They it? are paying me. Well, that, that makes it, that adds a whole, that adds a level to it, but, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, man. I um it's frustrating. Well, the 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 escapism, I think is is part of the frustration, right? Of like, well, where do I go from here, you know? Yeah. How do I really break free? Right. Is the hard part to imagine anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry so, to get distracted. Is my camera frozen on your end? It doesn't It is. But... It keeps saying poor connection, but Okay. I don't well, anyways, know if it's I can hear the you, other so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean that so is that's the, my gripe. That, no, well, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to distract. It it is the thing of yeah, where do you go from here? But I mean, you, I mean, you said it. I mean, you, okay, yeah. Let me fucking even if it's just temporary. Let me do something I uh, don't care about. I think is the way you phrased it. Yeah, for more money. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just. Uh... Because you're going to be equal. I mean, if you don't care about it, you don't care about this either. I mean, I <laughs> maybe you do, I guess, but I just wonder how much of your caring is just leftover caring. I think the caring comes from a pride of like I think I have good ideas, and so I'm annoyed yeah. Yeah. that I'm I'm saying yes to things and putting my ideas out there, and then. Just because other people, like, you know, whatever, uh, for lack of a better phrasing, people don't appreciate them. Yeah. Or. They're, they're, you don't feel valued for putting Correct. Yeah. Right. Like, and I get it. Like, I usually get brought in because I, I do have wild card ideas. Uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> it, in this organization in particular, that's been like a, oh, like, w- Matt gets brought in because he doesn't think like the rest of us. Which yeah. is nice. Like, I guess in some ways. Um, but then it's frustrating as far as like, well, I have all this, like, 
you ask me to be here and I have these creative thoughts and then they just like they just get mothballed or not validated. And so I just go like, okay, well, what the fuck am I doing here anyways? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's super, uh, super difficult, I think, in a creative field. Um, And I, I know I understand that feeling and I know I know how difficult that is. Uh, yeah, man, you, you gotta, it, it gets to a point where you just gotta stop giving them your ideas. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, man, it's just so, yeah. It's not worth uh, the pride, you know what I mean? Even because it's like, no. all, that, all that pride is spent on nothing then. What, exactly, it's like, why am I trying to feed into this thing? Yeah, so that's my, that's my gripe. That's the, well, that's where the I'm frustrations hear, are. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to hear the, the uh, frustrations, man. Nah, it's all good, man. I mean, it's my own, it's my own, uh, my own beast, you know? Yeah, yeah. Regardless, sorry to hear about Do you have it. any gripes or grats, Joe? Man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I actually, it's, it's funny, it's funny, like, how much uh, I relate it with a lot of what you said there. Um, I bet. I, I had an interview this week uh, with, a, with a place, and uh, the whole, like, being valued idea, right? I don't think I realized how much that is a part of why I want to leave where I'm at now until mm-hmm. I had this interview because, you know, it's like the classic interview questions of like, well, what do you look for? What do you, you know, why are you leaving and stuff? And like the idea of being valued came up a lot, you know, what, you know, what are the top three things you want in a future employer? And like, without even thinking about it, yeah, I want to be, I want my ideas to be valued. I want my creativity to be valued, you know, cause it's not now yeah um so it's just interesting that you're also struggling with that because i i i feel i feel that uh pretty deeply so you know you're not alone there yeah it's just so weird uh, that i yeah i mean the every uh, whatever so much lip service is given to creativity 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 we love creativity innovative thinking (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we love creators. They're the innovators and inventors are the people who make the world go round. Like, you know, that kind of shit is the, the yeah. lip service we give. And then when it's like, okay, well, like, do you want to take a risk on this creativity? And they're like, well, yeah. I didn't want <laughs> it's It is really weird. Uh, and Or in your like... case, right? Like, well, well we're not going to, you know, it took that other coworker of yours like nine years to get any oh, type yeah. of like validation yeah, yeah. even yeah. even perfunctory validation yeah. of Val- just, like, validation that doesn't matter yeah it doesn't yeah. matter but yeah. you know it's still they like fucking fight tooth and nail over shit like well that. it's it's really funny and and i uh, another observation with doing all this applying stuff and again I, you know uh, companies that put out you know, they, they make things sound very rosy, of course, because they want people to be hired. Right, of but course. I, I've observed this, like, thing of, like, mid-level corporations, which I would consider both where I work and, you know, the meeting that you just had, too, uh, very much focused on on the money. Whereas, like, the bigger corporations, then they kind of double back and start caring again about, like, taking risks and things. But, man, it all – I mean, and this is no surprise, and we're going to sound like any, you know, fucking – hippie out there but like it's all about the money man trace the money back like but that's yeah i and it is really funny too you're you're right that people in places value creativity so I'm, oh yeah we want to create it we want this but yeah if they can't if they can't quantify it monetarily it doesn't i mean something like just regular everyday annoyances like working in a creative department of a corporation of like 
KPIs, which are key performance indicators. Are you familiar mm. with, with these ideas? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, okay, well, how can we monetize you doing spending? You know, okay, so we have an email photo, right? And it's uh, it. I could do a very simple shot, right? And that could take me a half an hour, and it would send out. Or I could do a shot that would take two hours and look really, really nice, you know. And I have I have no decision on that. It's all about, well, how long is it going to take you and how much money is the email going to make? And it all comes down to, like, calculations, you know. And it's like that's – for me, it's really hard to quantify uh, the way somebody – the way a customer perceives something is very hard to quantify. Because even right. if – Okay, so we spend two hours on this email and we send it out and it doesn't it doesn't perform any better than the half an hour uh, email, right? Right. It still might draw people into the website because, oh, that photo is cool. It might get people to follow us on Instagram because the photo and the graphics are cool or whatever, you know? Yeah. But because there is no direct monetary value connected with that, it's, it is not heard. It is not valued. It is not consider yeah. yeah and any and uh, a really funny thing that that uh uh our the company i work for now does is uh we'll do like testing hey you know i really think this this email would be valuable for us to spend some more time designing it and photographing it because it's an email that goes out and it's up for x amount of days and they go well we're gonna have to do a split test on it we can't we can't send that to all of our customers we can do that and send it to half and see how it does and it's like that's also not a None of this is like a uh, quote unquote fair calculation, you know. You you would have to go to every customer that's opening the email and like ask them, hey, how, like do um uh, like group tests about, yeah, hey, you know, how do you feel about this? To really, understand it has to be it. the same time. Like it's a very yeah. fundamental misunderstanding of how testing works. Like you need a yeah. test group. It's the same people who ope every single time. Yeah, and it's and like you need to eliminate yeah. as many variables outside of it as possible to like, really get yeah. This is also, like, a really funny thing I think about a lot of corporations is that, like, man, the management doesn't – they're not, like – they just failed upwards into this position and they're doing the best they can. And listen, I mean, I, I'm – this is not me going, like, Ugh, fuck the corpos, man, because right. everybody's just doing the best they can. But at the, right. at the same time, like, I don't know why in a lot of these big corporations uh, the opinions of people who have been there the same amount of time have no real – accreditation other than being in a certain position are overruled, you know, by people who also have good ideas, you know? Right. So, and and, hear, and why hear, do the people in who have failed up... Well, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, you hear these stories of, like, corporations that are, like, you know, like, uh, startups that are, like, oh, yeah, we work as a team. There are no, like, you know, there are no, like... And it's, like, it's... It, people certainly seem happier <laughs> and it seems like they get more things done and are yeah so it's just it's funny yeah it's wild dude what a what a weird mind-bending world we live in it's very i one of the things that we talked about in in part of these meetings was like the differences in learners and education and like trends and things like that and one yeah. of the things that came up for like gen z and younger, uh, who are, you know, for lack of a better term, the clients of my former yeah. worker, was um, we we classified it, uh, or the conversation went around, like, contrarianism or, like, 
it is normal to question things now and i think that that's like once you adapt your mind to start being like well like why do i have to listen to mike because he's the senior vice president of regional sales yeah like why does why does his like what about mike other than his email signature and the corporate structure means his ideas are any better than mine like there's this isn't a qualitative or merit-based path right yeah you know what i mean like yep so uh and once you start doing that it's hard it's hard to uh take it on the chin so to speak about this stuff i don't know for me i i just have a harder time like shutting that part of my brain off and not getting like dejected about it of being like yeah this you know the the thing to me and like (laughs) not that i'm not that anybody's ever gonna listen to me but the thing that i that i would give any employer is just make your employees feel heard even if you don't go with you know fucking larry's idea of whatever and you still go with mike the senior vice president fucking make larry heard at least like make right you know i yeah that that goes i think a really long way (laughs) right yeah man it's so i would agree with you i would agree with you 100 percent because it's uh i don't think most adults come into any type of discussion with an understanding that they will be you know quote unquote right or get their way i think most people Mm, approach it as that's interesting yeah i think well i don't know i'll I'll, maybe i'm idealizing um because i think i think most people yeah just want to be heard i want people to like say like you know what i heard your idea i understand it and just and like it just boils down to like i don't agree with you and enough other people don't agree with you that we're gonna go this way but i hear what you're saying yep and and to me like that would be enough the problem is i think there are one or two people that come in thinking they're gonna get their way and those are the mike the mike's the senior vice president you know correct and that's like and that's how these things that's how the situation you're in or the situation anybody's in you know who is relating with this that's how they end up rolling downhill you know because it's like and and enough people also don't give a fuck that they just go yeah 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 yeah. sure mike yeah Mike's Mike's talking the loudest. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, with him. Yeah, I mean the momentum of the conversation just carries shit away. Like, yeah. So, uh, like a context of the conversation we're having is one of the elements as part of this product involves like discussions around diversity and inclusion, right? Yeah. And so a bunch of the feedback that we've gotten from like the vocal feed. This is where it's like the vocal feedback of naysayers is like we don't like diversity inclusion stuff um and that's like so instead of calling it that we're just like what if we called it teamwork and that was wait what like a <laughs> yeah i know right i can't see your face because the camera but i just like that's I, I like almost fell out of my chair being like what the fuck are we doing here like so why they don't they don't like the phrasing of diversity or whatever so well, the, the customer, you know, again, using, like, general terms, yeah. the customer feedback is they don't like that this this product involves discussions about diversity and inclusion. And for us, oh we God. are not will, – we're not willing to get rid of it. So instead, we're just <laughs> – So instead, we're just going to repaint it or rebrand Dude. diversity and inclusion as teamwork. 
Fuck. And we're going to do you... all the same, which for me, I go like, why are you such cowardly pieces of shit? Like, yeah, it's the, also it, incredible. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it is fucking yeah. incredible and infuriating that that is feedback you've gotten. Oh, dude, that's not even the worst of it. Like, a for real thing that was said was, and I don't know, I guess I can't get in trouble. I don't work for these people anymore. One of the customer feedback was like, don't hire openly LGBTQ people nope, to run you this. You get out of there, man. <laughs> which I was like, that's illegal. That's yeah. like, I mean, the for uh, I no, don't forget. Uh, for a moment, set aside that it's ethically and morally wrong. Yeah. That's an illegal thing to ask us to do. Right. We yeah. we can't discriminate on hiring My based God. on things like that. But, well, I mean, here's the thing. To these people, they view inclusion, diversity, and that kind of stuff, they view it as a political thing, right? And as yeah. specifically a politically left thing, which I understand how they come to that mind frame, right? But I go, like, if you sat in on the things that we do around these topics— uh, like we never are like and that's why gay marriage is okay we never say anything right, even course, that yeah. forward which i would agree with right like i would agree with that statement and i wouldn't have a problem if we said it however and i get it i'm way that way but like the conversations we're having are like shouldn't we like treat all people equally and be nice to them like that's the sh that is the minimum we're talking about but it happens underneath this banner and so we're catching flack for the banner, and that's why we're like, what if we change the banner to uh, not say this word that is uh, hilariously in the conversation was triggering was the word that was used uh, for these people. They were like, what if we changed it to a less triggering word and we still did all the same shit? And I was like, this is theater. This is preposterous. Like, I, I like can't get on board with any part of that conversation dude so it's so bizarre man it's so bizarre how much these people feel like we need to placate and i am very much of the mind of like we're already the empty train car that is dead weight that society yeah. is pulling along and even we the progressive end of the dead railroad car are still trying to placate to these people who are willfully want to be left behind Right. on these conversations right like yeah. they're hung up on this stuff and and we're just placating to them and i don't i don't understand like, uh, uh this is this could go into a million other conversations it's a riff off baby let's you, do it you like you're working with students you're working with young people yeah. you can't fucking uh you just can't talk to them like that you can't go i mean i guess you can i guess the fucking parents probably do say gay people are bad and so are people of color but like that's the thing joe uh, like for real that's what like uh, i know you don't want to believe that but like yeah where some of I these do, people are coming from i do from, believe it i do believe it. it's just that's the conversation it's just like, dude, like it is still it is still a conversation in this organization particularly of like can women wear pants as part of our official uniform I it, it is which is just like hey man what are you doing what are you doing uh, we're like listen, like let's can, talk about a small peas issue here's like, the thing. this shouldn't take up so much time yeah here's the thing you it just if if this is what the parents want they need to start their own thing that is the fucking 
Nazi youth for <laughs> for their beliefs. Like that, I it, agree. It can't, it can't be involved with education in any sense. I, know I agree. Is, I know this isn't the conversation. I've just gotten so I've no, gotten so triggered. <laughs> no, I mean I I agree. Right. I just go like, hey, if if you're not willing to talk about this stuff, then you know what? This isn't for you. And yeah. that's and to me, that's where it's okay. It's an yeah. amicable breakup. It's very much the conversation could be spun a different way as opposed to like customers and suppliers and all that shit. It's very much like. Uh, we're in a toxic relationship and we never get along, but what can we do to, like, what can I do to just get by with this person a little bit right. longer? You know? It's like, oh, well. Man. Uh, I'll just watch whatever TV they want to watch so they don't beat me. You know, whatever. Like, yeah. you're just placating to the stuff and it's like, you know what? The relationship can end and that's okay. Bad relationships do end. That's the point. And should. And should. And that's the thing, like, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> yesterday, there were many times uh, Matt made some faux pas allowed in these in these phone calls. And one of the things yesterday when we were talking about, like, the, the feedback from these people. Right. Someone said, uh, well, I mean, if we don't change things like this, they're going to stop sending their students. And I said, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I Like, okay, stop coming. Both both groups will be happier because yeah. we're annoyed that they feel this way yep. and they're annoyed that we're teaching this stuff. So just yeah. like, don't come is fine. <laughs> that is this is like oh, oh my god, oh, it's so, so that's the thing that's so crazy to me. Like I'm like so frustrated by the just like <laughs> you've really you've really I, sent me into a spiral here. I mean, let's talk about it, man. I mean, just like I, rephrase having, it in a in an I'm older having, context. I'm having so here's what is happening to me right now. I'm yeah. having fl- I'm having flashbacks of a conversation that I had in high school with my dad. Yeah. When I when I <laughs> this is gonna this this was controversial in my household when I, I openly it. supported uh, Obama when I was in high school. Hi, okay. Yeah. Right. And I remember my dad going, "Well, I don't know what they're teaching you at that school." And it's yeah. like, it, and and I'm re- like, this this is the conversations that these kids are having too. And I just yes. like, I, I obviously can't put myself in these shoes because I'm I'm not a parent, and I'm specifically right. not a parent of a teenager. Right. But I I cannot imagine having a kid that that I love that I've raised come to me and go, hey, I have a slightly different idea about something than you do and going like and freaking out about it and also blaming it on on the schools or whatever. I just Right. You understand that like these kids are go- can and are going to form their own opinions, right? Like yeah. I uh yeah, man. I I I'm in the same boat as you, right? Cuz it is funny. Like my dad was the same way, yeah. but it's talking out of both sides of your mouth like school and education is important you have to try hard and do well in school yeah and the more you do that you know the further you get along in schooling right but then at the same out of the other side of their mouth they're like it's also corrupting you and turning you into this libtard yeah and i go like well but you've told me my whole life that this is important that school and education is important and now you're saying it's also 
a bad entity, and I just don't understand how you hold these two seemingly I, incongruous ideas in your head. I had this nightmare scenario of the future in my head where right. the far right are <laughs> we're just becoming a political podcast Let's where the it. far right are going to form a fucking Amish like society where they yeah. all live where they all just live by themselves and have their own education right. and you know maybe it's not a nightmare maybe it's fine go do your own thing and have your own little society but like it's so and I it's weird because I don't feel this way about just using Amish as an example right sure I don't feel this way about Amish kids I don't feel bad for them but if if this kind of thing happened where and it and it feels like it's getting more and more close to that being a reality right to like the fucking far right the the you really think so like i maybe i kind of do here here's here's i feel like please i feel like the separation is growing greater which to me just is what would lead to something like that happening. I understand that what mm. I'm saying is very much like a fantasy and like not not something that's going to happen within the next, you know, yeah, it's not going to be a amount of tale. Yeah, yeah, but it just feels like it is more a possibility than ever before because I think the country is politically divided more than ever before, mm. and it's just I would I don't know, man. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just scary to think about, and it this. And, Go ahead, please. No, no, go ahead. No, stop me because I, I'm I don't know where uh, I'm going. I here this may not be comforting, but I think a uh, uh, and this this is meant to be a comfort for both sides, right? Because I'm sure that there are like people out there. I'm thinking of my parents, but there are certainly people our own age range who, and I think we could get into this who like maybe aren't interested in this line of conversation or like this like political agendas that are popular yeah. to in the, the zeitgeist, but. Here's and and so their fear is like this like crazy leftist communist you you know whatever type thing right uh, that's their fear and I think a sobering bulwark against that is the logistics are so astronomical and people are so unwilling to do the work it would take oh. to make it happen well, that uh we will. That Specific like it it is our laziness that will prevent us from doing this. Well, specifically because, on a large scale, I think. I, right, I, right, yeah. right. But I even, I, you know, the scenario that I'm talking about is like cult level. Hey, we're yeah. starting a society. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that 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 feels like it could that <laughs> is already happening and certainly yeah, I mean, can that's happen. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just I don't know, man. It's upsetting. I yeah. It I mean yeah it is frustrating because I mean I understand like there are certainly like. Uh, you know, there are issues on, like, left-wing stuff or, like, identity politics. Like, I understand, I totally understand and uh, agree that, like, some of it is just not interesting for me and not a problem that I, that I care to spend my brain power thinking about. On that same note, I don't think it's wrong for people who want to dabble in it to spend their time thinking about it and doing it. You know, I think for me, the, like, uh, the thing that these these parents and teachers who are giving this this feedback, they're like, I don't even want my kid to see an openly LGBTQ person right. in a position of leadership or authority. Like, I don't want to see a gay camp counselor. Is like what they're saying in a nutshell. That that's how I it's could summarize. I mean, it's the Boy Scout issue, yeah. Which I go like, you're. I mean, 
just your kid witnessing a gay person will not make them gay. And if you're that worried that it will, like, don't send them. That's fine. You just can choose not to. But I just go, like, your kid is going to encounter a gay person even even if they don't, even if they live in Wyoming and they never meet an openly gay person, they're going to be aware of the concept. If you I, just just be honest and say, I don't want to talk to you about this. This may like just well, you're just scared think, of talking to your kid about this thing that you don't like, which I get it. It's hard. They're worn down. They've had a decade and a half at least of raising this child. And then to see some asshole at a summer camp get more, like, you know, social clout in this kid's head than you who have raised them. I understand the frustration, right? Intellectually. Mm-hmm. I just go, like, if you're that worried about it, like, <laughs> like you got for some me, shit coming your way. For me, I feel like it's not about that they're scared to have a conversation, it's that they're scared. They want the kid to believe exactly what they believe. So see, so seeing a gay person in power might threaten that. But so many people don't have any skin in the game. Like, that's a thing where I feel like identifying with a political party and, like, rooting for these people and all that stuff. Like, none of this shit. Like, okay. Um, I, I, this is the reason why I've, I just, like, I now don't and i try to put my head my head back into like when i was like 17 and i was ultra right and i like felt that way and and but i go i look at things now and i go like okay i'm not gay and if i were married and had a child nothing about letting other people who have who are homosexual get married affects my thing like it's not like there's a quota of marriages in society and that if they get more, I have to, like, give up my legal marriage so another person could get married, right? Like, that's not how it works. Like, my thing stands alone and their thing stands alone. And other than using the same noise with our mouth to describe it, we don't share anything of it, you know? So why, how does that thing affect me is a thing I struggle with. And that yeah. would be the same thing with, like, these kids coming and, and hearing yeah. about that stuff. You know? Like, I just go, like, uh, your kid, even if your kid doesn't agree with you about gay rights or gay identity, whatever, like, it doesn't affect your life at all. <laughs> it does. But that's the thing. That th- This is the issue uh, with these people in general is that it, yeah. it it does affect. Like, it wrecks who they are to, to know that, you know? Man. Which is insane. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand. Or I try... I do understand because I know I have these things about me. And that's what I try to always, like, parse out. Like, what are the things about me that I do this? That I do this about? That I get upset about? And I have these, like... we. I have these, like, weird shut-off valves that I... That I have programmed. And I want to try to identify what they are mostly to see if there are any that are truly i won't say harmful like you know i'm trying to think of a thing where i'm just like nope i'm a hard out religion has always been a big thing for me right yeah and i'm trying to work on like okay and don't be a dick to people uh, just because they're religious that's not fair yeah um it's it is funny that uh like rachel and i will joke about you know if we you know oh if we have kids like Oh yeah, we're gonna be real disappointed when they come out as Christian, you know. Ha. It, but it's like I still can't. I don't know, man. I can't. I just I you you talk about trying to put yourself in their shoes or trying to think through their head. I 
and as much as I like boast about being an empathetic person, I can't get into the heads of people who are that passionate about anything that if if a child came out as gay or came out as a different religion or whatever that yeah. you would you would utterly disown them because of that but but yet i know many people you know what i mean i, I know people like that who 100 percent would have or did disown you know their kids or whatever because they came and it's i just like it it just for me it's they, they are so broken from the way their parents raised them and it's just this long mm. line of it, it, I'm not saying anything new or unique here, but it's just disappointing that these issues are not only still happening, but seem to be, and maybe, I, I think everything seems amplified because of the internet, but like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's magnified. Yeah. But I, I don't know. And that's how I, like, tried to interpret on this call, right? I was like, okay, this negative feedback is from a very small group of people, yeah. and are to be quite honest not our customers like if we're think going back to that analogy like the yeah. students are our customers and according to them they love this conference it is weird that you <laughs> so <laughs> your customers are not the ones in charge of their own lives which is what's also really weird how do you mean so you have to both appeal to the customer oh. being, being the students, but also appeal to the parents who are the ones who to the front the money and, the and send them there. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yep. Yes. That is the very strange thing about, like, programming for minors or non, you know, yeah, minors, yeah. not adults, especially when it's in the realm of education, right? Because, like, yeah, there are just so many opinions that you have to appease because it's – and naturally so – people's feelings when it comes to their kids are amplified right and you want your kid to be raised away and you have this end vision of child laid out or whatever if it's not specific you have like you know bullet points that you want them to avoid and man i just go like the this is not the place for that and i'm sorry that this happens like there's just bigger fish to we're trying to fry bigger fish yeah and if you're not interested in that in this stuff if this is overwhelming for you like there's the door yep yeah it's voluntary yeah man I, to me i think it's just really really hard to um to placate that stuff because to me it's just naive right like uh if they have a cell phone then they have the internet and we're never going to be ahead of the curve of them what they're actively experiencing and engaging with right like yeah um so the idea that they're not already familiar with these concepts is absurd it is naive yeah you're right what would be novel in my opinion is like I remember being 17 and having all these opinions and having all of these thoughts and never getting to express them unless I was like with my friends, right? Like yeah. that was that was like what poker night was at your place or yeah. going over to Sean's house and playing video games. Like those were the petri dishes yeah. that I got to like bullshit and like put ideas out there and have my friends or other people be like that's really stupid or you know whatever <laughs> like I, like that's where it got to happen yeah. and so that I think is universally true 
for humans. Yeah. There's just yeah. like you have thoughts, want to express. That's a human thing. And it's just that kids now more than ever probably have more thoughts and more ways to express. Yeah. So give them a novel place to express these thoughts. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to get horrific, you know, what we would say outwardly horrific shit is going to be said. Yeah. Like these, the, you know, the thoughts of a 17-year-old I don't think are cast a shadow, but they are significant, right? Yeah. And so you have to, like, try to work, and that to me is the novel experience of force them to work out these ideas that they have because then yeah. because then they'll come across the stumbling blocks of like oh yeah. well like how how do i know this is true yeah they're oh, gonna, i don't it, yeah they're right. gonna turn out as healthier adults regardless of their you know we t- we've been like talking about political or religious beliefs right, right? regardless of, of right. those things they're gonna come out as healthier adults because they're at least going to have certainty in their beliefs and be willing to argue go to the bat for their beliefs yeah even if we didn't do it about political stuff, right? Like, I, I understand that. I, I, I know that that's not what we're talking about, but just I know, I know. as an example. I, I'm yeah. taking it there. I'm taking it there. And I'm sorry. I think, but like, like if the whole conference was about their favorite movie, and the whole time they were just going to sure. talk about their favorite movie, even a thoughtful, thorough questioning and discussing and playing through, like, that, you know, basically what makes all these fun YouTube channels that I watch about, like, playing a yeah. video game or a movie, like, even that thought exercise makes you a better person overall because you're thinking more and harder yeah. and you're analyzing things. And, like, you know, if you were trying to – if you had to recreate the movie, a thing that already existed that you already love, it would still be really fucking hard to do. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that would be, you know, that's the novel exercise that's exciting to them. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's hard because I I don't know. This is very funny of, uh, it, it makes me spiral into, like, when I'm a dad, am I, I hope I back this shit up, right? Like, okay, I feel this way. What are the weird things I'm going to be this way about? And how am I going to be able to catch myself? And be like, oh, like, my kid just, like, you know, you joked about, like, our kid comes out Christian. Like I go, like you know what? Like, what if my kid finds religion? Yeah, yeah. You know, I say it now of like, ah, it's not gonna bother me. You know, I'll tease them or whatever. Like, uh, but you know, part of me is like, okay, like, uh, how can I be ready if if they made that decision? I'd be like, okay, well, you know, cool. Yeah, love you. Yeah, that's great. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to imagine. It is, yeah. Yeah, I have that argument all the time uh, with with myself. Because <laughs> that, I mean, even actually the religion, <laughs> it's funny, but the religion thing wouldn't even bother me that much. But the the po- the politics thing would, I think, get under my skin. <laughs> yeah, politics get, gets under everybody's skin. But then yeah, I, Dad, I, I don't know. I voted for, for Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. Ah. <laughs> What's yeah, that? Fucking what's his son's name? I can't think of his son's name. But well, he has two of them. Yeah, he has is... three of them. Uh, well, you mean three, his youngest yeah. son? No, uh, Baron is his youngest son, right? Baron is it's Donald Jr. and Eric. Oh, okay. Eric is who I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one they make fun of the most yeah. for being dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I. I don't know. Uh, I hope 
that's not the case for me, but I'm sure it will be, and it's exciting to think about. I hope I have the presence of mind that when it is happening, I can be like, yeah. oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing. Yeah. And then, you know, give my kid a hug and be like, ah, I'm fucking crazy. All right, get out of here. here here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was. Uh, it's funny because I was actually having a conversation with my mom that, that kind of uh, relates back to this. But I, I uh, boy, I don't know how to say this in a way that, doesn't incriminate her? No, I don't know how to say oh, okay. this in a way that doesn't make me sound like a fucking stuck-up asshole, right? But I feel like... Ugh, We're both stuck-up assholes, I wish so I... I hate just... that I'm saying this already. I I feel like for... Oh, man. For you and I both, specifically for you... Oh, boy. Uh, uh, the fact that we have explored the world and ideas and Mm. cultures and things like that open us up to being just more open in general even if it's things we don't agree with just just understanding that everybody is different and different opinions don't make you necessarily 100 percent a good or bad you know what i mean yeah uh we're having this discussion like talking about my dad who uh, when I brought up this idea that, like, oh, I'm applying for jobs uh, everywhere, you know, and I might, if I get a job, you know, across the country, I might move there. And, right. uh, you know, he was fine with it, but uh, it it sparked this conversation between me and my mom about how he he's just a good old boy, you know what I mean? He just doesn't, he doesn't like to travel, he's just kind of, and it's, you know, it's not directly related, but it certainly seems like, that kind of person is less open to being open, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. I, mean, I, they, I struggle like, saying this because I know it's not the case for everybody. You know what I mean? Sure. But Well, I, and I mean, it, it, it makes the assumption that openness is inherently, like, the capital R right thing to do. And I and I know that you may feel that way. I would <laughs> I say that. that way. <laughs> uh, I don't. I feel like there's, like, I don't think there is a capital R right way to be. But I will say that, like, um, yeah, like, people who travel, like, uh, if you want to travel a lot and not be fucking miserable, you have to, like, learn to go along to get along. Like, that is, yeah, like, yeah. just to not be fucking miserable. Like, the re- so I'm going to throw my dad under the bus. The reason he's a miserable asshole anytime he goes everywhere is because he's a terrible traveler. He doesn't yeah. have any patience. He wants everything to go his way. He is super closed off. He doesn't enjoy other things. Like, he hasn't, ad- like, adapted to enjoy. And so he fucking hates traveling, and that's why he doesn't do it, right? And so to get good, and here's the thing. If he was the way he was but traveled all the time, he would be even exponentially more miserable because traveling anywhere, even places familiar, is, like, comes with its own perils. Even thinking about, like, commuting to work, like, just traveling to and from work, you're dealing with other people, i.e. road rage. Yeah. You get pissed yeah. off because things don't go your way. There's an accident. You get a speeding ticket. It's raining. It's cold. There's snow. Like, even your mundane travel, you have to, like, acclimate. You just have to, like, go along to get along, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And it, so the more you do it in bigger senses, like, yeah, it affects your personality. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not a person who would get in a fight with someone at an airport. I, yeah, like, this is – yeah, this – 
is a separate point, I think, from what I was right. trying to make. But oh, yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Right. I just How did, where did I get lost? Where did I lose you, Joe? I'm just. I guess I'm more talking about openness than than actually right. the actual physicality of tra- of traveling is not. It, my my point is like I guess I should say experiencing more than traveling. Like even no, just... I mean it's the same. Uh, uh, you're right. I mean traveling is the context that I'm expressing it through. But yeah, like uh, openness of like yeah being. Uh, being exposed to new things and not reacting out of fear or aggression. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> what? I, I feel know. like I, I lost you. I, lost, but I don't. Know I also where. lost my. I also kind of lost myself halfway through it. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's a. Uh, I, I would say that uh, I don't know. Um, maybe a thought against i don't know not against i'm i was taken aback i'll say this and this might be a totally a total change of subject and i also don't i i also don't want to like start a uh, an argument or like uh but i'm i'm interested that that you have an argument against openness it's not against it i just don't think to be open is not like to be open is a thing you just are it's not uh, inherently in and of itself morally good or right. Okay. It's just a quality that is. And then all of the things built around it and, you know, your ideology, all that other stuff, like, that's what leads you to think it is right. But, like, uh, I don't know. I'd have to sit and think and imagine, like, yeah. what's what's an example of a time where openness would be a detriment or a virtue not like and it would all depend on like the context around it it's, it's a part of me is just like uh like i mean it's something that i certainly value and care about but i don't yeah. think that there's like a it just a to me it's a thing that just is and then it's all the other stuff around it yeah, yeah. that makes it i get i guess where i come from with that I don't, and this is not maybe a point worth like talking about further but i think for me it it just makes your life a lot easier if you have and i'm not saying and in my degree of openness is like just accepting that other people have other you know thoughts yeah yeah i don't know yeah i mean i i don't know uh i think like uh not a again i'm not anti-openness i think a, a a challenge that comes with being open is sometimes it can lead to people being indecisive or doubt or getting like lost like yeah. oh yeah. because you know yeah. like but that's just, just extreme examples right but like the 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 value in and of itself is is still just is what it is you're right yeah thanks joe you don't have to agree with me i'm not trying to bully you uh. this is what it feels like this is what it feels like to be bullied no yeah <laughs> you should read if we read if we read your text to me that's what it's like to be bullied <laughs> Oh man, man, I I had fun. I hope you did too. Sure. I don't know. I feel like we I haven't left you on a on a positive note or in a happy place. You've definitely affected. No, I mean I I wouldn't say okay. I'm happy right now. <laughs> you- <laughs> I'd say I'm questioning. I'm questioning everything. Yeah, but I mean that's a good thing. Yeah. What what can we what can we do to to end on a high note, Joe? Uh, What's the next good thing that's going to happen that you're looking forward to? Uh, 
getting a job at some point. Yeah. But that's uh, but then that comes with a whole spiral of when and where and everybody how. listening manifest into the universe. Yeah, Joey dude. new job. If you're listening, it's weird, man. I I haven't wanted something, uh, and I don't mean to spark up a conversation at the end of Please. the podcast. I haven't wanted something this bad in a long time, and it's I the impatience is really, yeah, sure. Really in. I followed up with so I had that interview on Tuesday, uh, just like a really preliminary phone interview, and I followed up via email today, just like, hey, I had a great conversation. Can't wait to hear back about the next steps. Uh, I got a very pleasant reply of like, yep, we'll let you know as soon as we know anything. Nice. But I was like, I want to know now. Now. <laughs> Tell me where I stand amongst the candidates now. Right. Where do they live? How can what I... What kind of car do they drive? How can, right. can I can, kill them? How can I track them down? Yeah. Ugh. That's funny. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I just... There's there's change on the horizon, and I, I just wanted to get here and, and, and move past it. Good to hear. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I'm looking forward to is season four of Castlevania comes out next week, baby. <laughs> so uh, I should have, yeah, that uh, that is exciting. It is exciting. I we love gotta, that show. So, we gotta get uh, you. We gotta get you an Amazon account. You gotta watch uh, Invincible, Invincible yeah. dude. It's insane. So yeah, if you uh, you know that's your homework assignment, listeners. Uh, Vibes for Joey New Job, and then uh, watch seasons one through three of Castlevania on Netflix until uh, next Thursday, and then watch season four because that's what I'll be doing next weekend. That's exciting. I was just thinking yeah. to myself, like, should we review that show? But then I go, I do I want to commit the time to watching it? <laughs> I would love to, Joe. Here's the thing: if you liked Invincible, from what I've seen of Invincible, you would really like Castlevania. Yeah, I I'm surprised that I liked Invi- that I like Invincible. Um, but yeah, the tones are very similar from just like okay. the clips I've seen on YouTube. So yeah. it's really good. That's I really fair. think yeah yeah yeah. Simon, right. I, you'll love right. Simon Belmont. Uh, right. The first season is awesome, and honestly, like it gets better each season. It really builds right. and builds and builds. It's well, fucking good. Maybe we'll review it on a future okay. episode then. Okay. Something to look forward to for the listeners. There you go. All right. Well, until next time, humans. (laughs) Bye. Bye.